Good morning. Hallelujah. Isn't this another day that the Lord has kept me? Somebody say, he has kept me from all evil. In my mind, staying on Jesus. It's just another day that the Lord has kept me. Come on and thank him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise him today. Amen. Amen. I thank God for seeing each and every one of you here today. Hallelujah. In the sanctuary. Hallelujah. How many, how many know that it feels good to be back in the house of the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David says, amen. He said, praise God. He said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. He said, oh, you lamb. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with thanksgiving. So we thank him. Hallelujah. We praise him today. We lift him up. Hallelujah. We glorify him. I don't know about you, but can't nobody do you like Jesus can do you. Hallelujah. We glorify him. Thank you, Lord. I thank him. I thank him. I thank him. Thank him. He's been so good. He's been so good to me. And I just can't tell it all. Hallelujah. Truly, we thank God for, once again, for each and every one of you that are here and from those who are listening in to our guests, amen, who are here. Thank God for our visitors, amen. If there's any visitors in the house, let me see your hand. Let me see you wave your hand. Thank God, amen. Thank God for you, amen. Praise God. We thank you. Thank God for you being here today. Amen. God meant for you to be here. Amen. How many know God just don't do things just, just willy-nilly or just because? <laughs> he has a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us. Amen. So we thank God for all those who are listening from near and far. Amen. Those that are listening online through Zoom or through the live streaming. We praise you for God. We thank God for you. Amen. Thank God. Amen. How many know God is still moving? <laughs> Everything is moving by the power of God. He is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. Thank him, amen, for blessing each and every one of us here. Amen. And those that are listening in to, you know, see this first Sunday of July. Come on and thank him. Somebody didn't make it. But they can say, I'm here. I'm here in Jesus' name. This is the month that, this is the first Sunday, as you know, those that are you know, attend that we recognize birthdays and anniversaries. Amen. Amen. Birthdays and anniversaries. We usually show the slide. Birthdays and anniversaries. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So all those who have uh, July birthdays, why don't you just stand so we can see who you are? All right, brother. All right. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. 
Hallelujah. God bless you. Just stand. Keep standing if you can. Sister Julie, amen. Praise God. Amen. Brother Michael, amen. I'm a brother. We thank God. So we're going to sing happy birthday. Amen. Amen. All right. Come on, church. Let's sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, everybody. Happy birthday to you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And that goes for you that are listening in. Praise God on the, line, on the website. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We wish you a happy birthday also. Amen. Thank you. What's the next thing? Oh, I, I, I didn't forget that. I didn't forget. Amen. Because this is, this is, this is my, my, and my lovely wife's anniversary month also. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So is there, is there anyone else that joins us this month? Any other, any other July anniversaries? Amen. Praise God. Sister Laura. Sweet Willie. <laughs> amen. So as we stand, amen, let us sing happy anniversary to, to us. Amen. Amen, all of us. Amen. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary, everybody. Happy anniversary to you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is good. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Lord bless us. We'll be celebrating 43 years coming up. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. God has been good to us. Amen. Praise God. Through, through dangers, tours, and stairs. <laughs> he has brought us this far. Amen. Can I get a witness? No, anybody know what I'm talking about today? Amen. Amen. Well, we thank God for you being here today. And, you know, God is so worthy. You know, as pastors say, we are a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, discipling, amen, and, 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 and equipping Church. And that's according to Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. Jesus told us to go. How many know that? How many don't read that? How many have heard that? He told us to go. He has given us a commandment to go and tell somebody the good news. Amen. So you make more disciples, more followers. <clears throat> Amen. Praise God. To carry forth this gospel. And so that's what we're going to do. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Well, we thank God. As you can see, you know, we have many that's out of, out of town today. You know, this weekend. It's the 4th of July weekend. I know many of them will be celebrating that tomorrow. Some are celebrating today and tomorrow. Amen. Praise God. Some will be off work tomorrow. Praise God. Am I right about it? <laughs> Amen. Thank God for that. But amen. Let's pray for our pastor. Our pastor, amen, he's out of town. So he, like I said, he's be gone for, praise God, the whole month. 
And if you say it right, rightfully deserves it. Because those of us that have known him, he's been working tediously and steady and praise God continuously in the church. Especially down through what we went through last year. So he needs his time. And those of us that are, y'all watch me now. Those of us that are the sheepdogs. <laughs> those of us that are the helpers. Those of us that are the supporters will carry on. Amen. Come on and praise the Lord. So he won't have to worry. So he don't have to worry. Amen. Because I know how he is. I know how it would be. Yeah, I hope everything's going all right, et cetera, et cetera. But how many know God got it? Because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. So let's pray for all of those, all our members who are out of town, those on a vacation, and just getting away. Amen? Because sometimes I'm planning to get away myself. So praise God. Amen. It's good. How many know it's good to get away sometimes? Amen. It makes you feel better. Get a, get a relief, you know. Amen. Kind of, kind of get yourself back together. Amen. You need that time. Amen. That's the one. <laughs> So if you plan to go, what I'm saying, if you plan to go, please let somebody know. Let somebody know so we can be praying for you. Amen. That God give you traveling mercies. That God will protect you. That he will bless you to have a safe and enjoyable time away. Amen. Come on and praise him. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank God. Amen. I say for our, uh, our mission in Thailand and I know Pastor, he, was, he's, he, he continues to teach them over there all the way in Thailand. Thank God for media, right? <laughs> all the way in Thailand. So let's keep them in our prayers also. Amen? Let us pray as we go to the word of God. Father God, we thank you in the name of Jesus. For Lord, it's you who woke us up this morning. We was able to see a new day. We thank you for your blessings, oh God. Thank you for giving us life, giving us our health and strength. It's all to do your benefit. It's all to do your glory, God. For we can't do nothing without you. It's in you that we live, in you that we move, and have our being. Father God, you made us who we are. Lord, we pray, God, right now for those, oh God, that uh, couldn't be here today. Some are in the hospital. Some have contracted the COVID. Some are just going through, Lord, any other ailments, oh God, any other sicknesses that they may be suffering with. But Lord, we know, God, that you are Jehovah Rapha, which means you are the Lord God that healeth. And we say thank you right now. Some are going through God problems, oh God, of where's my next check coming from? Or some are out of work. But Lord, you told us in your word that you are Jehovah Jireh. You are the one, you are the Lord who will provide. Your word says you will supply all our need according to your riches in glory. In Christ Jesus. So Lord we should not have no worry. 
about what we're going to receive or when we're going to receive it. You told us to consider the lilies of the field. You told us to consider the birds of the air. You feed them. You take care of the lilies. You take care of everything. So who are we, oh God, that you should not take care of us? We say thank you right now. We bless you, God. We worship you, God. In the precious name of Jesus. Now, Lord, I pray, God, that you take control. That you move me out the way, God. I pray, God, that you have your way. I pray, God, that your word go forth. And that it do what you sent it forth to do. We pray, God, that your people have a heart to receive and ears to hear what thus says the Lord. I pray, God, that souls be saved. I pray that souls be delivered. And I pray that souls be set free. In the name of Jesus. So, Lord, have your way. For, Lord, if you have your way, we know everything going to be all right. We ask, oh God, these blessings in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Come on and praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Should I thank the Lord. Amen. Thank the Lord for our praise team. Amen. Amen. Singing. Amen. The songs of Zion. Thank God for our media team. Let's give him a hand praise. They've been working so diligent and faithful. Amen. Just making sure we have the sound and making sure that we have our videos and all the things that we have to do. Amen. Let's tell the Lord thank you. So right now, I pray that something be said, amen, that will encourage your hearts, that will bless your soul. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> so we thank God for being here. As I say, we thank God for our pastor allowing us the time to come before you. We pray his strength in the Lord. Pray, God, that you bless each and every one of our ministers and our deacons. Thank God for each and every one of you and all our ministry facilitators and our, all those that are working in the ministry. Amen. It's not our work, but it's the God, it's the Lord's work. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So, as you know, we've been dealing with epic Bible memoirs from the mouth of God that bring good things to life. And it says what? Truth matters. Amen. Truth matters. It focuses on what is true and what's not. And we know that during the series, many of our ministers have spoken very profoundly concerning what is truth. Amen? And have we enjoyed those messages? Amen. Come on, let's thank God, amen, for our ministers. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. But I told you, I think I spoke last uh, in May, fourth Sunday in May, and I told you I had we uh, preached on uh, 
Watch out for them dogs. And I told you that was a part two. Amen. And we're going to speak again today on part two. But as we go forward, we're going to recap uh, our foundation scriptures that uh, was given to our pastor for this series. There's a lot of people walk around. How many know there's a lot of people walking around believing that they're speaking the truth? <laughs> Amen. A lot of them have been deceived. Amen. Praise God. And as I get into the lesson, we'll find out about that. But the foundation of scripture says, coming from Isaiah chapter 30, verse 10 through 11, it says, tell, they tell the prophets, stop seeing your visions about what is right. Don't tell us the truth. How many know people don't want to hear the truth? A lot of them just want to go ahead and do what they think is the truth and what satisfies them. But it says, they say prophesy nice things to us and make us feel good. See, that's the mindset they have. They don't want you to correct them. They don't want you to tell them what is truth according to the word of God. He said, listen, even if it isn't true, <laughs> that's being right, frank, and to the point. Stop seeing, listen, stop seeing things that will really happen. Get out of our way. Stop telling us about the Holy One of Israel. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Have you had that to happen to you in your walk? Amen. He went on to say in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2 through 4, he said, Preach the word, which is the truth. Be ready. This is what Paul is telling Timothy. Be ready to do it, whether it is convenient or inconvenient. It doesn't matter. You just stay focused on God and tell them what God has given you. Give them the word. Amen. He said, confront them. Correct them. Confront them. Don't be afraid to confront them. Paul gave Timothy the okay to do that. <laughs> In other words, he was saying, it's nothing wrong with letting them know the error of their ways. That's why God saved us. That's why he brought us out. <laughs> Amen? And he says, after you do that, encourage with patience. So you got to be patient with them. God has his own time that he's working with them. And instruction, for there will come a time when people will not tolerate sound truth. But they will have itching ears. They will gather for themselves one teacher after another who say what they want to hear to foster the errors they hold. They will turn their back on the truth and turn to man-made fiction. Do we have that going on today? Yes, we do. Amen. The last one is Luke chapter 12, verse 1. He tells them, beware of the yeast, which is leaven, of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. The yeast that would grow and affect everything around it. Watch out for it. He's talking about evil talking. He's talking about e e evil speaking, anything. Gossip, all of that. Watch out for it. In other words, he's saying, shut it down. Yeah. 
So today we're going to say, talk about who let the dogs out? <laughs> who let the dogs out? He told us to watch out for him, but who let the dogs out? The question is, who let the dogs out? Hallelujah. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? The dogs are running rapid. The dogs are barking. The dogs are howling. What are these dogs doing? They're staring up mess. Amen? They stirring up mess. We were told to watch out for them dogs. So who let the dogs out is the question. Where did they come from? Well, I'm going to answer it for you right now. I heard somebody say the evil one let them out. The devil let them out. And they're running rapid in the church. Amen. Pastor talked about them when he, was to, when he preached about the, the, the wheat and the tear. And he talked about the enemy came and planted the seeds of leaven. He planted the seeds of, 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 of the tares in the midst of the wheat. He said the enemy did it, which is the devil. So I'm going to tell you who let them out. Amen. But what are they doing? Well, we're going to talk about those dogs. I'm going to finish talking about them today. Somebody say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Ride with me a little bit. Our scripture is coming from Psalms. Psalm 22 and 16. Psalm 22 verse 16. And as you can see it says... For what? Dogs encompassed me, a company of evildoers, see there that word, evildoers, encircle me. They have pierced my hands and feet. Amen? Last time I used Philippians, amen, where Paul talked about beware of dogs. But this time... Lord say use this particular scripture. Dogs around us. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about today? Yeah. Hallelujah. But you know many, we have many dog lovers. I gotta get them their dues. We have many dog lovers today. In the, amen. Those that love their dogs. As you can see the picture, they love their special dog. They, 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 they have them in their cars. They have them in their homes. Amen. They walk them and they play with them. Amen. They treat them with love. They treat them with kindness. Somebody, do I have any dog lovers in here? 
Amen. Have several. We have several here. They love their dogs. Online, how many of you love your dog? Type in the chat, I love my dog. <laughs> I love my dog. Amen. I see him walking the dogs. I work at a, at a recreation center. I see him walking the dog uh, in the park. It's behind the rec center. And some of them have some tiny dogs. And then they have some dogs as tall as this stand. And I keep my distance. Amen. 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 But their dogs have been tamed. You hear me? Their dogs have been tamed. They're not dangerous. They're not frightened of people. They've been trained. In other words, they've been taught to follow instructions and how to behave. Amen? They've been domesticated to live with them in their homes and to protect them and help them as needed. They make good companions. Am I right about it? And friends. And some refer to him as man's best friend. Amen? However, however, during the ancient times, the dogs of ancient Israel were not known as man's best friend. Oh, no, they was not known as man's best friend. It was anything but a friend of man. It was not trained. It was not domesticated. It was not loving. And it was not cuddly. <laughs> it was wild. They, were, they ran, they ran, and they roamed in packs as wolves, which were their cousins. And they were freely, they roamed freely from one place to another and attacked other animals as they saw possible. They did that, you know, for food. But there's three things that a dog, listen, a wild dog thinks about. <laughs> what food he can eat, what car or person or cat he can chase, and what dog he can mate with. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about a wild dog. Amen. This describes the actions of some men and even some women. They have a doggish attitude about them. <laughs> well, praise the Lord. Men are often referred to as dogs because of their wicked ways. Amen. They're sinful actions and their doggish attitudes. Every presser said in his song, you ain't nothing but a hound dog crying all the time. Amen. In other words, he's saying that they were as a hound dog hollering and barking loud at something and complaining about things. They were unfaithful. Going around from one woman to the next. Well, they were not doing what they were supposed to do. They won't work. They just lie around, sleep, and while you go to work. <laughs> won't lift a finger to do anything. 
Am I talking about somebody? Yes. Amen. Yes. I found John, John Jett, a singer, sung a song called, I want to be your dog. In other words, what she's saying, I want, I, I'm, I'm in my room and I want you here. <laughs> well, anybody know what I'm talking about? George Clinton, many of you heard of him. He produced a song and he called it the Atomic Dog. That says, why must I feel that way? It's just a dog in me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's just a dog in me. And we have a lot of them that have that doggish spirit in them. But in this particular verse that David wrote, he was referring to evil men. And he called these evil men his dogs. His enemies, his dog, uh, dogs. Amen? And so Paul said in Romans chapter 5, verse 10, now listen, we was talking about living in sin, I think, earlier. Paul said this, for if when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Paul was saying, if you are living in sin, and here we go, living in lust, loving the world, and being evil, you are an enemy of God. And who wants to be an enemy of God? I don't think I see any hands going up. Online, amen, I hope you're not raising your hand, praise God. Don't want to be an enemy of God. Again, in Philippians chapter 3, verses 18 through 19, Paul said these words. He said, for as I have often told you before, and now say again, even with tears, he said, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. He's talking about dogs. If he didn't have a problem calling them dogs, why, 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 why should we have a problem with <laughs> He was calling them what they were, how they acted. He was referring to their actions. Amen? He says, their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach. And their glory is in their shame. Their mind is on earthly things. Although David was often in trouble with his enemies, he himself never suffered the cruelty which is mentioned here in this particular verse. Amen. Here, David was given a revelation of the suffering that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ would later have to go through. See, David was speaking about what our Savior Jesus Christ would eventually have to go through. What David was referring to here in this particular verse, he was referring to those chief priests and the elders, amen, which were his enemies who were surrounding him, praise God, and who persecuted him. He says, as a wild pack of wild dogs, they had set their minds on killing him. 
and, and, and mocking him and ridiculing him and have him crucified. So he was foretelling what was going to happen to Jesus Christ and how these religious leaders would act to him. Amen. And so he was also probably referring to the Gentiles, to those Roman soldiers who was around at that time, who surrounded him while he was on the cross. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Who was at his trial? Who wanted him crucified? They were as wild dogs, filthy, greedy, and not tired of running him down. You know, we got some people in the church today who will talk about you, who will lie on you, who will gossip on you, don't want to see you succeed in the Lord. And they'll talk about the pastor. Run around and spreading lies and trying to cause division and confusion in the church. Amen? As I said the last time, watch out for those dogs. Amen? Well, praise God. And so John, listen, in John in chapter 8, verse 44, John said this. John, uh, Jesus told the scribes and the Pharisees, he said, you are of your father, the devil. He said, your father is the devil. <laughs> In the lust of your father will you do. He was a murderer from the beginning. And he abode not in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. What we're talking about? Truth. Come on, that's right. What we're talking about? Amen. He said, because there's no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own. Watch out if you're telling lies. <laughs> Watch out if you're telling lies. Amen. He said, for he is a liar and the father of it. Well, amen. Let's take a look at some of these dog spirits that's running around in the church today. Amen. I'm going to finish up from part one. First dog we're going to talk about, it's called a boxer dog. He's known as a fights dog. Always wanting to fight. Love to make noise. Love to just talk, talk, and talk. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I tell you, I'll tell you this. I'll knock you out. If you mess with me, I've heard some of them say, I might be saved, but don't cross me. You better not come up against me. You won't like me. I've heard that before. Amen. Well, let me tell you, I guess I won't like you. <laughs> If that's you <laughs> coming out, <laughs> you saved person, <laughs> you sanctified person, <laughs> praise God. I thought we was told to be Jesus. I thought 
Jesus told us to love your enemies. See, we missed that part. Jesus said in Matthew 5 and 44, he says, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Oh, we have a problem with that. You hate me, I ain't going to have nothing to do with you. But look at what else he said. He says, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. He said, he used an adjective there, despitefully use you. Some people go to the extreme to use you and abuse you. But he said, pray for them and persecute you. In one verse he said, they persecuted me. Amen. They persecuted the prophets before you. Amen. So what is it if somebody come against you? Amen. He told us what to do. And when you do that, when you're showing them love, you're heaping coals, coals all upon them. Amen. You don't have to worry about that. Amen. We was talking this morning. <coughs> excuse me. In the married couples uh, study this morning. And it brought up uh, even Jesus while he was on the cross. What did Jesus say? Hanging on the cross with his arms stretched out. And we talked about earlier about the hand being pierced and his feet being pierced. But even while he was hanging on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Amen. Even, even Stephen, when you read over in Acts, when Stephen was being stoned by the religious leaders, by those that was against him for standing and preaching the truth, even Stephen says, Father, lay not this sin to their charge. You see what I'm talking about today? Love them. We have a saying, I've heard them say, you love the sinner, but hate the sin. As Jesus did. Amen. Somebody tell me who let the dogs out. Then there's some. Yep. Child dogs. Anybody know about the child dog? Well, we're going to talk about the child dog who's in the church. They're known to be treacherous. As a puppy, he's playful, he's lovable, he's adorable, but when he gets old, he's treacherous. He's disloyal, he's unfaithful. Amen. And I'm not talking about our seniors now, I'm talking about, don't get, don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about the seniors, no, no, amen. Don't get me wrong, Amen. I'm talking about that child dog spirit. Amen. When he's young, you can play with his ears. You can play with his tail. But when he's old, he might bite you. <laughs> there are some people in the church that's like a child dog. They'll turn on you. When, when, when they're young, they're humble. They're loving. And they're obedient. But when they become older, they're disloyal. They're unfaithful. 
and treacherous. Always keeping up something in the church. They are some of the ones who cause divisions and confusion in the church. They'll talk about the church. They'll talk about the members. And they'll talk about the pastor. Amen. Romans chapter 16 verse 17 tells us, watch out for those who cause divisions and upset people's faith by teaching things contrary to what you have been taught. Amen. What did it say? Stay away from them. Say it again. Stay away from them. Amen. Watch out for them. Amen. He told the Corinthians, the Christians in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13 and 15. He said, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, says, for even Satan himself disguised himself as an angel of light. Do you hear me? Paul says, therefore, it is not surprising if his servants, his ministers. How many know the, de the devil got ministers too? He got preachers too. <laughs> he got prophets too. Why do I say that? Because he says they also have disguised themselves as servants of righteousness. But their end will be according to their deeds. Amen. What he's talking about, they will be going down into hell with him. Amen. I say, who let the dogs out, y'all? Well, there's another dog known as the cur dog. He look real nice, doesn't he? Amen. But I heard somebody say that this dog is known to be a coward. He will tuck his tail, he will haul tail, <laughs> and run quickly. He will get with a gang of dogs, do you hear me? But when there's a fight, he'll run away. You look around for him, and you can't find him. Amen? How many know there are some people in the church today. They'll follow the crowd, but when it comes to them standing up for what they believe in, for their conviction, and when you turn around to find them, you can't find them nowhere. Somebody say thank God. Amen. They don't take a stand. They won't support the church. They just tuck their tails and run away. And these people, these people in the church that I'm talking about, and I'm just speaking what is true, what I've seen, somebody know what I'm talking about. They will talk to you one way. When they are away from the church. But when they come to church and get around the other members, they have a whole different conversation. Amen. We call them two-faced. We call them 
double dealing. And we call them hypocrites. They are hypocrites in the church, you all. You got to watch out for them. First Timothy 3 and 8 talks about the deacons who are no, woman, who are no more than servants. Amen. I'm a servant. Amen. But he told the deacons, the servants, he said, the deacons are not to be double-tongued. Don't speak with forky tongue as the, the, the Indians. Don't speak. Don't, don't make me one promise. And then you turn your back home and promise it. Amen. Now don't say one thing and you do another. Even James in chapter 1 verse 8 says, a double-minded man is what? Unstable in all his ways. You don't know what to expect from him. You don't know if he's telling you the truth or not. Amen? So, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, who let the dogs out? Next dog we're talking about is a Coon dog, coon hound dog. Coon hound dog. So I'm calling him a coon dog. But a coon dog, coon dog was known to uh, 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 be used to chase raccoons. That's how he got his name. Anybody? Any hunters in here? Amen. My dad used to be a hunter. But I never went hunting. <clears throat> But a coon dog, he would hunt raccoons primarily, but he would also chase out the bears or, 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 or bobcats or whatever, cougars. But the thing with coon dogs, they would hunt at night. Coon hunting was done at night. And so he would find the raccoon and run the raccoon up the tree. And there are some people in the church who are known as night prowling. Church members. Amen. They hang out at night to the wee hours of the morning. Just going around partying, carousing. Amen. Going from place to place, from one club to another. Been there. Amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Amen. I know. Amen. Look where he brought us from. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Come on and praise him. Thank you, Lord. Thank him for coming into the truth. Amen. Hunting for somebody. Used to be, I used to be on the hunt for women. Then women be on the hunt for men. Doesn't matter. But nowadays... It doesn't matter. <laughs> Amen. It go both ways. That's what we come down to now. Amen. And if they listen, if they are able, they'll come to church on Sunday. And if you watch them, they'll sleep right through the service. Don't know what went on. But if you ask them, oh, I went to church. Well, what did the preacher preach about? I don't know, but I was there. <laughs> Box checkers. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Amen. Look at what Romans chapter 13, verses 13 through 14 says. He said, let us walk properly as in the daytime. 
Not in, when I saw that word, I'm like, wow, orgies? <laughs> Watch out now. <laughs> and drunkenness, not in sexual relations and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify. In other words, that's another way of saying to satisfy. It's lust. Amen. If you are a child of God, then this is what you should be doing. Putting on what? The Lord Jesus Christ. And don't give in to the fleshly lusts. They're not gone. They're there. But you got to keep them subjected to the Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. Amen. Who let those dogs out? There's another one I want to talk about. It's called the bloodhound dog. The bloodhound dog. I don't know if you know about the bloodhound dog, but let me tell you about what I found out, and I already knew this. Is the bloodhound is used to track down criminals. Uh, police and different agencies use bloodhounds, amen, to sniff out uh, uh, the bad guys. Uh, those criminals, those have to have committed crimes. And they also use them to sniff out uh, marijuana, or what they call it, uh, cannabis. And we have people in the church today who got a nose like a bloodhound. They will uncover whatever scoundrel, whatever thing that's going on in the church. I'm telling you, you have folks people in the church who carry themselves as bloodhounds. They'll tell you what's going on in the church and who's doing what. <laughs> Amen? They'll search you out and tell you about yourself. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1, he said, it is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you. And of a kind even pagans do not tolerate. Such as a man is sleeping with his father's wife. Somebody told Paul what was going on in the church. Because they seen what, was, what, 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 what it was causing in the church. Among the members. Remember earlier we was talking about Luke and, and we were talking about the leaven? That's just what we was talking about. See, if you let that stuff spread, it'll cause confusion. It'll cause uh, uh, disruption, dissension among the members. Amen? But thank God there was some that was somebody that was, was willing to inform Paul about what was going on and what to do about it. Amen? Like I said before, there's sometimes you got to tell it like it is and confront it to get rid of it. Amen? Who let the dogs out? There's another dog. I got plenty, but I might have to skip some. Praise God. But this one is called a spitz dog. Spitz. Spitz dog. Now, a spitz dog, I didn't know nothing about a spitz dog, y'all. Anybody heard of a spitz dog before? 
know about it. Well, you're going to hear about it. All right. Amen. Praise God. My sister here. A Spitz dog is a very pretty dog. It has thick fur and a curly tail. It is pretty. Amen. But it's a deceitful dog. That will ease up to you. Get friendly with you. And when you are not looking, it'll bite you. <laughs> How many know we got some people like that in the church? Amen. Amen. Like the Spitz dog. They will come up to you. They will smile in, fa in your face. So they can get something out of you or from you. Amen. But when you need them. Or if you expect to hear from them, they're nowhere to be found. <laughs> you got to watch out for those who appear to be friendly. Those who come smiling in your face, but they'll stab you in your back. David said in Psalms 41 and 9, he says, even my close friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. I was told to choose your friends wisely. Because everybody that say that your friend is not your friend. Amen? Heard pastor say there's some Benedict Arnolds in the church. <laughs> Amen. They're not faithful. They're not loyal. But they'll turn on you. Turn to error. They'll turn to false teaching. Just to satisfy their own lust. I tell you again, who let the dogs out? Then we go to another dog. It's called a Great Dane. Amen? Now this dog is also known for its hunting ability. It's used to hunt down bears, boars, and deer. He's known for his great size. He's known for his appearance. He's known for his strength and his body. In other words, he looks good. Am I right? Doesn't he look good? Amen. Well, there are some members in the church, don't get me wrong, I've said it before, who take much pride and put forth much effort in their appearance, in their bodies. They spend hours, some of them working out, trying to have a nice physique. I do my best to do that. <laughs> so far it hasn't worked out. <laughs> Amen. I try to dress nice and be presentable. Is, is that all right? But as pastors say, you know, he, he preaches. He don't put on a robe like I've been in some churches. You know, the pastor or preacher come up there with this long robe on and stuff and all. But he says it's not what it's on the outside. And he wants you to feel good when you come to church. Amen? Amen? Now, you just can't wear anything up in here now. We don't want you coming up in here. You know what I'm talking about, showing stuff and whatever. But being presentable, though. Amen? Yeah. But there are some people that take it to the extreme. A lot of effort on it. And they invest much time and even money. And on the outside, dressing it up. 
but they divest and they put little time and little effort in dressing up what's on the inside. Do you hear me today? Because who knows God say man looks at the outward appearance. But he say I look at the heart. And it's the heart that God looks at. Amen. Look what Timothy said. And he was talking to the women, but it also applies to us men. He told them here in uh, chapter First uh, Timothy 2 and 9, he says, Likewise, I want women to adorn themselves with proper clothing, modest, you hear me? And what? You see the words? Discreetly. Don't come in here showing all the goodies. Keep those to yourself and to your husband if you have one. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. He says, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly garments. You see, what he was dressing is the women back then when they was doing it, amen, to be seen. You see what I'm saying? But he was against that. He wants the inner beauty to come forth. I've seen some women, boy, they look so fine and pretty, but when they open their mouth, I had to hold my hand up, praise God. Amen. So you got to watch out, amen, for those great things. He also said, listen, talking about exercise. First Timothy, did I do, do I do that right? I put the wrong scripture up there. That's supposed to be First Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, okay? For those taking notes. He says bodily exercise profits little. But godliness is profitable unto all things. Having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. In other words, you know, there's nothing wrong with exercise. There's nothing wrong with trying to keep your body presentable and in shape for the Lord. But the main focus should be on your life and how you walk and how you live before others. Amen. Now come to the last dog. Praise God. And I'm almost finished. And he's known as a chihuahua. The great Dane is known as a big dog. The chihuahua, excuse me, is known as the little dog. Does anyone have a chihuahua? Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Listen. The ch ch chihuahua is, is, is considered the smallest dog in the world. It doesn't grow no more than six to nine inches. And it weighs about two to six pounds. They are known to be devoted, lively, alert, quick, and courageous. We have members in the church who are like the chihuahua dog. But they don't want to grow up. <laughs> They want to stay small. They don't want to accept responsibility. They just satisfied with being a good worker. They devoted to the church. They're active and involved, but they just don't want to be a great member, a great person for the Lord. We have those in the church. Amen. They are those who show behaviors. Listen. Paul talked about them in 1 Corinthians. They're still 
babes in Christ. They still have to be fed with milk and not meat. Amen. You still see signs of carnality in them. Flesh rising up. Strife. Divisions in the church. Amen. No signs of spiritual growth. Amen. Look at what Paul said. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 and 3, he said, And our brethren could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, even as unto babes, chihuahuas, <laughs> in Christ. For you are still carnal, for where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? Okay. Amen. Who let those dogs out in the church? They're running rapid now. And I'm not just talking about here, but in the church everywhere. There's a dog spirit that's prevalent in our church. Amen. And it's a spirit of the enemy. And it's time for us to mock those who are causing division in the church. It's time for us to stand up and come against it in the name of the Lord. I believe, listen, y'all can correct me, but I believe there's a little dog spirit in each and every one of us. Every now and then. <laughs> Am I right about it? Some of us have been able to keep that spirit under wraps, which I'm talking about the flesh. That's all we're talking about. Keep it subject to the Holy Spirit. When we keep ourselves subject to the Holy Spirit, everything will be all right. Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter 3, verse 3, he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Amen? Then Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, Verse 27, he said, I keep my body under subjection. He talking about his flesh. I keep it under control. I make it my slave. He talking about I through the Holy Spirit, he means. So I won't be lost for telling the good news to others. He said, only by yielding to the power of the Holy Spirit. Will you be able to control the lust of the flesh? That's the only way that you can control it. You can't do it on your own. Do you hear me today? Amen. Amen. In other words, as I heard somebody say, you probably heard this before, you got to let that sleeping dog lie. Amen. Let him stay asleep. Don't let him wake up. Jesus called the Gentile dogs. He called them dogs. Paul referred to the false preachers, the false teachers, and the false prophets as dogs. David referred to his enemies as dogs. Amen. Even in the last book in the Bible, Revelation, chapter 22, verse 14. Referred to those who were wicked as dogs. 
So if the person is acting like a dog, he's a dog. <laughs> Amen. In James chapter 4, verse 4, it plainly states this. Y'all can read it. He says, you adulterous, which means you disloyal sinners, you who are flirting with the world and breaking your vow to God. He says, do you not know being the world's friend that is loving the things of the world is being God's what? If you're living in sin, if you're committing evil acts, if you're doing all kind of wickedness, and you're not walking with the Lord, then you are an enemy of God. I want to make that plain. You are an enemy of God. Why? Because, as I said earlier, he says you are of your father, the devil. In the deeds of your father, you will do. Amen? And so he says, so whoever chooses to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy, like that, a dog, <laughs> of God. Don't let that be you. Amen? Don't let that be you. In other words, when you see someone teaching, and I'll come to a close, teaching, preaching, anything that's contrary to the truth of the gospel, ask yourself, who let the dogs out? When somebody is going around committing adultery, committing all type of sexual actions, indulgences, ask yourself, who let the dogs out? When somebody is causing division, confusion, disruption in the church, ask yourself the question, Come on now. Praise God. When somebody is scandalizing your name, when somebody is talking about you for standing up for what is true, ask yourself the question, who let the dogs out? When somebody's plotting and conspiring against you for saying, standing on the word of God, ask yourself, who let the dogs out? When somebody is seducing and leading members from the truth of the word, ask them, who let the dogs out? When somebody is persecuting you, when they're lying on you, saying all manner of evil against you falsely, for Jesus' sake, ask somebody, When somebody tells you you don't have to go to church to worship the Lord, tell them the Bible says, the truth says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the matter of some is. Text your neighbor, say neighbor. Who let the dogs out? When somebody tells you, oh, I'm living a good life. I'm going to make it into heaven anyhow. 
because God loves me. God has blessed me. But you don't know the Lord. You don't know Jesus. Ask them. Dogs out. Hallelujah. If somebody tells you, well, I believe in the Bible. I read the Bible. But their lives are not lining up <laughs> with the Bible. Ask them. Let the dog. Is our closed church today? Now you can ask them when you meet them, when you're talking to them, and when they're not walking right, when they're not living right. Praise God. You can ask them who let the dogs out? Amen. Who, who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Who let them loose in the church? I'm going to tell you this. When the dogs are running wild, they need to be captured. <laughs> Amen. They need to be set down. They need to be trained. And they need to be tamed. And they need to be nurtured and taught. The truth of the word. Let them know. I think Paul said let them know. The error of their ways. We got to let them know. The error of their ways. I pray that. If you see me doing something wrong. Let me know. The error of my way. God has given us. Instructions. He has given us. A way of handling problems. In the church. But we have failed to put it into action. Because a lot of times we consider hurting somebody's feeling. Or we don't, especially when it comes to the church, I don't want to lose that member. Because that's a good member there. Yeah, he pays real well. <laughs> Amen. Or he might be a family member in the church. Well, I don't want them to go because they, they're part of my family. Praise God. But the word has told us to confront. He has told us to do these things in the church. He has told us to stand up for the truth of the gospel. Amen? So we praise God today for you. We thank God for his word today. We praise you. Thank you, Lord. We praise your name. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. We thank you for the word has gone forth. We realize, oh God, there is a dog spirit that is going on in the church universal. But Lord, we know, God, that you are the God that can change behaviors, Lord. You are God that can change lives and turn people's lives around, oh God. You said if whosoever will... Let him come. So God, we realize that God that the word has gone forth. And it's a time for us to take a self-examination of ourselves. 
Make sure, oh God, that we don't fall into one of those categories, Lord. But that we be good dogs, oh God. That we walk and uh, live according to your word, God. That we walk in holiness, God. That we walk in righteousness, God. That we live according to your word, oh God, before others. Paul said in the word that we are living epistles. So, Lord, we realize, oh God, it's our lives, oh God, that people see, God. It's our lives, oh God, that, that, that people can read. And Lord, what's in us will come out. So, Lord, we pray, God, that your light shine forth in our lives, that we can have an impact on somebody's life. In the name of Jesus, that you get the glory, that you get the honor, and that you be lifted up. In the precious name of Jesus, bless your people today, God. We pray, God, that you continue, Lord, to be with each and every one today, God, Lord God, as we leave this place. We pray, God, that you keep us rooted and grounded, Father, in your word. Lord, we know, God, that your word will not go out void, but it will accomplish what you sent it forth to do. We thank you, God, for what has been said. We pray, God, that you continue, God, to meet every need, that you bless every household. Remember our sick, God, those on the sick list. We pray, God, you bless them and keep them in your loving arms, that your will be done in their lives. Remember those who are bereaved, oh God, who have lost loved ones. We know, God, that you are the great consoler. Console each every heart. Give them the strength to go through their time of bereavement. In the precious name of Jesus. Lord, most of all, God, we pray, God, that we keep your word in our hearts and in our minds. That your word, oh God, is a keeper, Lord. Your word, oh God, can do all things through us. And we say thank you. And we say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we play this song, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name, bound, oppressed, afflicted, sick or lame, for the power of the Lord is still the same. Hallelujah. So you won't leave here Hallelujah Like you came in Jesus' name How many believe that today? Come on, reach How many over and tell that? somebody Listen You won't leave here like, like you came Hallelujah In Jesus' name Hallelujah Afflicted, single, lame, 
Hallelujah. For the power of the Lord is still the same. Hallelujah. Come on, tell somebody again. So you. Like you came in Jesus' name. Bound, oppressed, afflicted. Talking about being troubled. Sick or lame. For the power of the Lord is still the same. You won't leave here like you came. And the key to that, in Jesus' name. Come on and praise him, y'all. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was thinking of a song to play after I finished and my mind went on this one. You won't leave here like you came. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is able to fix whatever it is you're going through. Amen. There might be someone here today that does not know the Lord. I shared a whole lot with you. At one time I thought about, oh, is it too long? I see a lot of people talk about how long the message is. But when you read the Bible, there was a time where Paul preached all night alone. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about? He preached all night long. And the young man fell asleep. Fell Fell down and think he broke his neck, died. And Paul brought him back to life through the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on and tell him thank you. Y'all can tell him thank you. Y'all can tell him thank you. He's still doing that. And just like Paul brought that young man back to life through the power of 
of the Lord that's still the same? If you don't know the Lord today, is there one that don't know the Lord today in here? I'm looking, praise God. Well, thank Jesus, everybody's saved and know the Lord. That's a blessing. If there's anybody online that does not know the Lord, amen. And you've something, heard something, you've heard something today that have touched your heart to make you decide to accept Jesus as your Savior. Just type it in the chat. Amen. And someone will get back with you. Someone will call you. Somebody will be there. One of our counselors, somebody will be more than willing to tell you about Jesus. Amen. Amen. Because we don't want, God does not want nobody's soul to be lost. Let me put that out there. Because he paid a great price for you to be saved. Amen. But maybe there's somebody that has backslidden. You not walking as you ought to be walking. You letting that dog spirit <laughs> just have its way in your life. Amen. But God is saying, amen, you don't have to leave here like you came in Jesus' name. But you can turn your life around right now. If that's any one of you, amen, just Pray and ask God to help you. We'll be praying for we'll pray for you. Is there anyone that needs prayer in that area? We'll pray for you. Praise God. Maybe there's one that's online that uh, uh, you want to make new creation your church home. Maybe there's somebody here that, 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 that's not a part of the church. Maybe you want to, amen, praise God. Lord is touching your heart. You've been looking for a church home. And God led you here today. And he told you, this is your day. This is your time. Is there anyone here that's not a member? Amen. Let me see your hand. Praise God. We're blessed the Lord. Amen. Let's just thank God. Amen. Ain't God good? <laughs> I'm going country on y'all now. Ain't God good? Praise God. Amen. They told me I've talked like an old preacher, but that's all right. And I guess I'm up there anyway. So praise God. Amen. But we thank God. Amen. I love you all. And I love everybody that's online. I don't hate anybody. I may hate the sin, but I don't hate you. <laughs> Just remember that. Amen. How many know God hates sin? But he loved the sinner. Because he gave his son, he gave his life for us. Amen. So we thank God, amen, for each and every one of you. Again, we thank God for our pastor, amen, amen, and, 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 and God giving him the wisdom and, and, and the, the sense to go and, and, and relax and, and get away for a while. Amen. So while he's gone, y'all behave here. <laughs> Amen. Y'all behave while he's gone. Amen. You know what they say. Amen. Praise God. So we thank God for the word today. And I say, Lord, I've done what you said. I know they probably said that's all he's been talking about. Well, that's what God gave me. What I give, what he gives me, I have to give to you. Amen. Amen. Something to think about. Amen. Praise God. So praise God. We have uh Two funerals uh, scheduled this Saturday coming up.
uh, Mother Hope, many of you know Mother Hope uh, funeral. So we have hers this Saturday. Uh, I think it's at 10, 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock. And then we also have our sister Ona, uh, whose son uh, passed. We're also having her funeral this Saturday also for those. Uh, well, his funeral, but, you know, her son's funeral, thank you. And so uh, if you're able to come out and be there for them, amen, praise God. We look to see you there. And we continue to pray for the family, pray for her and the family. Amen. And so much is going on. You heard us say from time to time, you know, COVID has taken down many, many this past year. And it's still taking people away even this year. But people are still passing and dying. Amen. From all other causes. Amen. And I told, like I was telling some of the ladies, and I'm about finished, I was talking to some of, our se some of the senior ladies that come to the rec center and work out and stuff. I was, we was talking, and tell them, death has no respect of age. It does not matter. Uh, what matters is our lives is in God's hand. And when it's our time, be ready when your time is called. We want to work while it's day. And when I say work, I'm talking about do the work for the Lord while it is day. Because the night is coming when no man can work. Amen? Let's praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Lord, we thank you. I'm going to say a final prayer. Lord, we thank you, God, once again. You've been good to us, Lord. And Lord, you said you'd be with us always to the end. We actually bless those that are celebrating this 4th of July, God, that you blessed us to be able to enjoy, Lord. Thank you for the freedom that you have given us. When we look at the world, you Many countries in the world does not have what you have blessed us to have. So we pray, God, that you bless each and every one as they celebrate this day and that they remember, God, who you are and what you have done. We pray that you protect each and every one from all hurt, harm, or danger, that you meet every need, that you draw us nearer to you, God, that we glorify your holy name, that we be the people that you would have us to be, that you are calling us to be. In the precious name of Jesus, we say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you. We ask these blessings in the name of Jesus, we pray. We say thank God. Amen and amen. Amen.